Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Misfit Diaries. So a little while ago, I did a episode about Disney princesses and how they're not the brightest sometimes. So I thought as the ultimate sequel to that amazing episode, which I had so much fun doing, I'm like, why don't I rank every single Disney prince? So in today's episode, we're going through all the Disney princes and ranking them from worst to ultimate best and discovering who really is the best Disney prince. So there are 10 princes in total that are officially recognized by Disney as official Disney princes. So there are a couple that aren't. So I have 14 princes that we are going to be ranking for, which are unofficial. So it's like Simba, Kristoff, Tarzan. So they're not technically official Disney princes, but for the sake of this ranking, we're going to count them as Disney princes. So before we begin today's podcast episode, there may be some spoilers about certain movies like Frozen 2, mainly just Frozen 2. Um, so if you haven't seen Frozen 2, what are you doing? Go watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. You probably could download it somewhere, but you should see it. It's great. Uh, and before we start today's episode, I would like to say that this list does not include every single unofficial Disney prince, as well as some princes, such as Prince Hans, who are villains. This is only the good guys we're gone and also the more well-known princes that have been included in this list. I may do another ranking at another time, but for today's sake, we're only going to stick to this select group of princes. Okay, so how we're doing this ranking is we're going to go from the worst prince is, like, ranked first, so, like, number 14, and then we're going to go all the way down to, like, number one to reveal who the best prince is. So the first and worst prince that I have is Prince Florian. I don't even know if that's his name, but he's Prince Florian from Snow White. Okay, so I have never actually fully seen Snow White because Snow White always just irritated me. I just never liked her and I never could get through the movie. So I was skimming through it earlier being like, does Prince Florian actually do anything? Because I know he sings a song and he kisses her. And I was going through it and I was like, no, he literally does nothing. He's literally just the worst. He doesn't do anything. He's a completely useless prince. Like, he has no character. He's kind of just, like, shows up, sings a song, I guess disappears for a little while, comes back and kisses her awake, and then they get married. And I'm like, sir, what are you doing? Like, Snow White is literally going off with this stranger. She's, like, 14 years old. He's, like, six years older than her. Like, no one else is concerned about this. And, like, all the seven dwarves are just like, oh, yeah, okay, bye. Have fun. Take care of her. Like, they're just like, who is this strange man? He just, like, showed up out of nowhere. Like, how do we know he's not, like, a sociopath or something like that? But, like, yeah. He literally does nothing. He has no character and is just completely useless. Like, at least, like, other princes at least do something. He does absolutely nothing. He comes, sings a song, leaves, kisses her awake. So, he's ranked number 14 as the worst prince. Moving on to number 13. Okay, I love Simba. Simba is great. He's a great lion. He's very majestic. He's, you know, he's a good stuff. He's a good character, and I love the Lion King so much. But if you really think about it, he's kind of like a 
brat. <laughs> like, for a majority of the movie, he's kind of just, like, the worst. Because at the start, he's very, like, arrogant. He's kind of spoiled and kind of annoying. He's just like, I'm the best. Nothing scares me. Ha ha ha. And then he runs away, which I get it was a traumatizing event and stuff like that. But he, like, still runs away. And then he's just, like, carefree living in the jungle. Just like, who cares what's happening to the rest of my family or my home? I'm having a great time here. And he only really does anything after, like, his father and, like, Rafiki, like, guilt him into it in a way. And they're like, you must go back and remember who you are. And then he's like, oh my god, I'm so terrible. What have I been doing with the last, like, two years of my life? And he comes back, he's like, uh. So, like, for the vast majority of the movie, though, he's kind of just, like, the worst and really annoying. And you're just like, ugh. You're just really, like, spoiled. You're just like, I don't have a care in the world. Hakuna Matata, man. So, that's why Simba ranks as number 13. Again, I love Simba, and I love Lion King, but really, he's kind of just annoying for the first half of the movie. Okay, number 12. I think I actually miscounted, so whatever. We're just gonna go on and keep going. So next I have is Prince Charming from Cinderella. So Charming is, when I was thinking about him, like, Charming's one of those guys that you don't actually know anything about him, so he's kind of rather mysterious. He's kind of just, like, in the dark, just, like, hanging out, just being like, yo, I'm freaking Prince Charming. Like, you really don't know anything except that he is a prince. So that kind of makes you question Cinderella's judgment of him. Just like, do you know anything about this man except that he's a prince? Same thing with him. Do you know anything about her except that she's some random lady who showed up at your ball? And also, he still marries a girl that he literally knew probably for like two hours. They just danced. And they did probably did like the twilight thing and just stared at each other in the eyes like, wow. And I know it's like love at first sight and all that stuff. But like, realistically, what do we know about this man? Like, he also has, like, no character. <laughs> he also doesn't do a whole lot. He's very similar to Prince Florian, where they kind of just, like, hang out. Kind of there for show. And the only thing that makes Prince Charming good or great in any, st- like, possible way are the sequels movie, where he actually has a character and a personality. Because, God forbid, people have personalities. And it's kind of just like, Cinderella, what if you got engaged to this man? You couldn't, like, get out of the engagement and you didn't know he had a good personality till like, a couple years after you got married or you've been engaged for a while. And, like, even in the sequels, you don't know how long it's been they've been together. But either way, in Cinderella 3, that time when he jumps out the window, oh, that really just, that's the thing that really sets him in stone as being great. But other than that, he's just, yeah, he's kind of just hanging out. He's not, he's nothing really special except he's just kind of mysteriously creepy in a way. Um, so moving on to number... I definitely got my numbering mixed up, but whatever. We're just going to go with <laughs> Silisco. So, number 10, John Smith from Pocahontas. For some reason, I've never particularly liked John Smith. And he's just one of those guys that you don't necessarily like him, but you don't hate him either. And you don't know exactly why. I always thought he was kind of, like, pretentious and annoying. And I was like... Mm, I don't know how I feel about you, but I will say that I do feel kind of bad for the guy in the second Pocahontas movie when he, like, goes through all this work to be with Pocahontas and they're like, we're gonna be together forever. And then she's just like, actually, I'm gonna run away with this English guy that I met because I like him better. And then he's like, well, okay, I guess I'll just go traveling. But, like, I guess adventure is, like, his real love and life. And, yeah, I do feel bad for him, but I never did particularly like him. In the second movie, he is also quite annoying. So he's sitting there at number 10. Um, so number nine, I have Hercules 
from Hercules. So Hercules is like a good kid. He means good intentions. Like he seems like a nice boy. But like once he gets famous, he's so annoying actually. Like he's super like pretentious and arrogant and thinks he's like the best. And he kind of like loses sight of what's really important real fast. And he gets very easily distracted. And you're just like, Hercules, screw your head on back right. What are you doing with your life? Also, when I was really thinking about it, he's very easily manipulated. Like, there are many red flags being like, ah, oh, Meg is manipulating you. Ah, oh, like, Hades is doing bad things. What are you doing? And he never listens listens to Phil or Pegasus, who are like, dude, red flag, read the signs. What are you doing? And I'm like, I feel also bad for Phil and Pegasus, who kind of get the short end of the stick, because he's kind of also a douchebag to them, which is like, you're like, come on, man, not cool. So Hercules sits at number nine. So at number eight, I have Prince Adams, aka Beast from Beauty and the Beast. So Beast is one of those people, and I talked about this in the Disney Princess um, when I was talking about how they're all idiots, where you're really just like, Belle, what were you thinking? Because like Beast was honestly just the worst. He was super snotty and arrogant at the beginning of the story, and then once he turned into like a beast, he was like aggressive snotty and arrogant and just like the worst and like really incredibly rude and he's really really petty as well like in the live action one he throws maurice in jail because of a rose and he's literally just like it's a flower dude calm down and then in the animated movie he throws him in jail because he trespassed and sat in his chair or something like that you're just like it's like the middle of the night he's an old man there were clearly wolves running around like he's just lost give him a break like Calm down. You didn't even see your face. You literally could have just been like, can you leave? You never had to come out and scare the crap out of him. But no. Apparently he has to go thrown in jail. And then he locks Belle in jail. Like, really, he's just a very aggressive person. I know he has some character growth. And he does have a pretty good character arc. And he's good in the end. But, like, it takes him a while to get there. And at the start, he's just not a nice person at all. So I'm like... He's not the absolute epiphany of being the worst, but he's not a great guy either. So we're putting him at number, um, at number eight. So for number seven, I have Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. Like many of the princes, um, like early princes, Eric doesn't really do a whole lot. Like he seems like a good, he's a good person. He has, he's very mature, I guess, for his age and like, everyone seems to like him he's a generally well-liked person and like the little mermaid was always one of my favorite movies and i'm pretty sure prince eric was like one of my first like crushes as a child because i was like oh my god ariel likes him so i have to like him too um but he's seen in general though he doesn't do a whole lot and he doesn't have a, like a crazy big kind of like character like you don't know he's not like the most complex character but he is pretty mature though for like kind of just accepting Ariel as she is, even though she can't speak, and she's kind of just like, woohoo, wow, all these crazy things, and he's not just like, well, okay, I guess you just lived a sheltered life, but like, you know, he takes it as a go, he's very easygoing, which I admire in him, he's also a dreamer, that's pretty much all we know about him, and he dreams big, but he's also, um, a dog person, so like, obvious bonus points in my books. Sitting at number six, we have Li Shang, or General Li Shang, from Mulan, like Beast, Shane is kind of rude and tough at the beginning on Mulan and, like, just in general, the soldiers. But then again, he is doing his job, trying to prepare them for, like, war. And also, he just wants to impress the, his old man. He wants to impress his dad. So you can't, like, fully blame him there. Um, but he does all mean good intentions and, like, he wants to, like, he cares a lot about them. And 
he cares a lot about his country and he wants them to succeed. But it is kind of a little unfair how cold shoulder he is to Mulan after he figures out that she's a girl. Like, I understand that you're like, you felt betrayed and that's all very fair, but you don't need to be so cold about it when she's like, the Huns are back, the country's in danger. He's like, no, they're not. Just like, yeah, dude, you think she would lie to you? Like, I understand that you're hurt, but she was just trying to protect her dad, and I feel like that's a very noble cause, and, like, understandable thing to be like, hey, what you doing, man? Like, take what she's saying, though, a little bit more serious. At number five, we have Prince Naveen, uh, from The Princess and the Frog. So, Prince Naveen, at the beginning, is literally the most annoying person ever. He's very spoiled, incredibly bratty, and he doesn't he has, like, no cares in the world. But he does, I will say, have one of the better character arcs out of all, like, the Disney princes in the Disney Prince franchise universe. Um, because he, he really is, like, super annoying bratty kid at the beginning. And at the end, he's very, like, humbled and, like, hardworking, like, independent person. You're just, like, good for you, Naveen. You're just, like, killing it at life. As the story goes on, though, he, he does charm you a bit. And you kind of, like, becomes a bit more of an endearing character. And you're all just, like, you're trying, kind of, like, cheering him on. And he is trying to change himself. Which, like, I gotta give, like, props to that for, like, trying to actively better yourself. And kind of, like, your eyes being open. And he's quite open to accepting kind of like these changes and like learning new things once he kind of like starts going with it and like Tiana and him spend more time together he's more open to hearing about her life and he's very caring and by the end of it you're like he's actually a very caring and kind selfless person and you're just like oh man Naveen would great and also he's very hard working because him and Tiana clearly built that restaurant together and it looks fabulous and for like extra bonus points he is among the hotter Disney princes if you're to like say them like rank them all he's up there for sure so at number four i have tarzan so tarzan was always one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid and i mean who wouldn't want to swing from like junk in the jungle all day running bare feet and playing with animals like that seems like the dream to me as a child and i mean even now i'd be like heck yeah i want to do that that sounds great but Tarzan can be rather ignorant at times but to be fair he did grow up in the jungle and he didn't know a lot about things um, and he was a bit harsh with some of his friends and family at times in the movie, but a lot of that sometimes, like, wasn't him, like, fully aware of what was happening. It kind of just, like, happens, like, just emotions took over, and you're just like, whoa, dude, like, not cool. Um, later on, though, he is a bit cold to, um, his two friends, uh, Turk, and, oh my god, I cannot remember what his name is, the elephant. This is really bad. Um, so he is a bit cold to them, which I feel bad about, because they've been, like, besties forever, and then he's kind of been, like, ignoring them when Jane comes around, which I get. He's, like, he's infatuated with her, and he's really excited, because it's all these new things. But I do feel bad for his other friends, who kind of feel a little bit left out in the dark. Um, though, he is, like, the king of the jungle also, which is kind of, like, awesome. And he does have very good family, I like his family morals good family values and I respect that so Tarzan sits at number four for number three I have Aladdin who I guess by the end of his movie is a sultan so he's sultan Aladdin uh so Aladdin comes from very like a tough life on the streets and like not the best situation like he grew up I think as an orphan you don't really know what happens to his parents but he had a pretty like tough upbringing but he doesn't let that kind of like get him down and he's still pretty optimistic and doesn't like get let his situation get like get the best of him and he still chooses to be like kind and like dream big and like care about other people like and like one of the opening songs when you meet aladdin 
he like at the end of it after him and abu have like stolen all this bread they like share some of the, his bread with these little kids and then he saves another little kid from like getting whipped and you're just like oh man aladdin's just like a good dude he doesn't let a situation make him not a good person uh which is very admirable of him to be like doing that so like he's just like an all-around good dude which i think is part of what attracted jasmine to him in the first place because he just has a really great personality um He's also one of, like, the most intelligent princes, consider every, like, considering everything. Like, by the end of the movie, he's, like, solved all his problems. He's doing pretty well for himself. And he's he's very witty and, like, quick on his feet. So he's very clever and he's able to, like, solve problems pretty easily. He does have his moments when he can kind of be a bit of a douche. But I think that's a lot being to, like, overwhelmed by a lot of things. And, like, I don't blame him. But he really just tries his best all the time. And he really just means good good things and i really like aladdin he's just a good he's a good guy so that's why he ranks at number three so for number two i have Kristoff from frozen so he's not technically an official disney prince but he's with anna who is a disney princess and by the end of frozen 2 um they're engaged so he's basically a disney prince so we're gonna count it um Kristoff is rather skeptical about like anna's thinking at the beginning but he's just so charming and like endearing and just adorable that you can't help but not like him and he's very like quirky and like funny throughout both movies and also in frozen 2 he has like the best power ballad and i just like it was so unexpected when i first saw it and i was just like i was not mentally prepared for this but i'm so here for it and i just really like Kristoff. like he's just like a good guy and he's very kind and he just he just wants to help people out and he just really cares about others and you're just like oh i can't hate you you're like a good person so like i really like Kristoff. i think he's great he's a good dude Alrighty, so for the best disney prince the number one disney prince of all disney princes in the disney prince universe this shouldn't come as a surprise in any way possible like it really is it's just a fact there is no second guessing this it's just flynn rider from tangled flynn is just like the best disney character he's one of the best written disney characters disney has ever done he's like he's funny he's goofy he's very likable charming and crafty and overall he's just a really cool dude that you wish you were friends with because you guys would just get up to absolute craziest things and it would be so awesome also He's one of the hottest Disney princes, like, let's be real with ourselves. I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that, like, when they were making Flynn, they had, like, a meeting where they got a bunch of people, and they're like, what is your ideal man? And then they just made Flynn Rider, and I was like, he's just the best. And also, he's voiced by Zachary Levi, who's also just great. And they're all just... Flynn is just the best, and I feel like I could talk forever about Flynn Rider and Tangled in general, because Tangled is one of my favorite Disney movies, because it is just fantastic but it is undeniable that flynn rider or eugene fitzherbert is the greatest disney prince ever and he does become a disney prince by the end of the movie or technically in the short film they did happily ever after they do get married him and rapunzel and he's just great like what's not to like about flynn rider he's also sarcastic but in like a funny quirky kind of way and you're just like he just seems like so much fun to hang out with. Like, I wish I was friends with Flynn Rider. Like, that sounds like all fun all the time. And he's just, yeah, I could go on and I'm gonna stop talking. So, there you have it. That is all the Disney princes ranked from the worst to the best one. Do you agree with my ranking list? Do you disagree with it? Let me know on our Instagram at the Diaries. 
And thank you so much, listeners, for listening to this week's podcast episode and me ranting about Disney princes for the last, like, 20 minutes. Um, And we'll see you guys all in the next podcast episode. Bye. Bye.